0: This is episode number 125, and today we are recapping week 18 of the Practical Christian Podcast. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Britton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in your daily dose of practical Christian training. So we started off this week, as we have with many weeks, with an interview, and this week I had the pleasure of interviewing Lorena Moore and talking to her about her book and her personal journey. She recently published a book called Chrysalis, and it's really a a story about her journey from atheism through uh, encountering God, becoming a Christian, and then her life after a Christian. And should we, so the kinds of things we talked about, uh, well, one, we got to uh, read some poems from her book and talk about them. We learned about uh, her experience being an atheist and what really made a difference uh, with the people that she built relationships with and the church that she got plugged into when she moved to the United States from Albania. And uh, just some really great takeaways for each of us that know or interact with people that don't believe in God or struggle with faith and and are, you know, that are tempted towards atheism or agnosticism or nihilism or any of these other kind of isms. Um, And so definitely a great interview, definitely appreciated her perspective. And uh, something really cool that she's doing with her book, every single copy of her book that gets sold, the profits of that sale go to serving the poor and the underprivileged in the Philippines. So know that uh, even if you're not a big uh, poetry buff, like I will fully admit, I'm not, I don't read poetry just in my free time. But uh, it was definitely a great book, very uh, engaging, even for you guys that don't like poetry. And, uh, and all the proceeds go to uh, help a great nonprofit. So definitely go check it out. I'll leave a link in the show notes if you want to go grab, grab her book. And then on Monday, in episode number 120... Uh, we talked about the main takeaway that I had from my interview with Lorena, and that was that when you're trying to reach out to someone who is an atheist or who doesn't believe in God or struggles with the idea of believing in a single God, that trying to win an argument is not effective, or it's not as effective as loving them. And that was the main thing that she uh, reiterated over and over again, is that the love of the disciples is what really drew her drew her to want to learn more about Jesus. And so, just like with any other person that we want to share our faith with, that we want to impact for Christ, it comes down to love. Are we loving this person the way that Jesus does? Because if so, and if we do that, God will be able to soften their heart over time. We don't have to win these uh, philosophical debates and feel like we have the tools and are equipped to be able to do that in order to approach our atheist friends. What we need to do is focus on loving them the way that Jesus did and allow our lives to be that, uh, you know, that outreach tool and to really love them unconditionally. In episode number 121, we talked about the Old Testament and that even though it can be confusing at times and difficult to navigate and uh, you can very easily get lost and not know what's going on, it should not intimidate you. And it's, uh, it's actually really valuable for all of us to know what the Old Testament has to offer. And we talked about the three main sections that the Hebrew Bible, which is our version of the Old Testament, but just kind of rearranged a little bit, was, and hopefully that gave you a good idea of uh, the different parts of the Old Testament and why they're valuable. You know, so we talked about the Torah, which is the first five books of the Bible. We talked about the writings, which is the wisdom literature, like Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Job, that kind of stuff. And then we also talked about the prophets, which... Is the the books of the Bible that you would think would be in, in the prophets like Isaiah and Jeremiah and Ezekiel, but also First and Second Samuel and Joshua? So it's also the narrative of the people of Israel as they're coming into the Promised Land and uh, taking root in the Promised Land. And so, and and I uh, give a shout out to a couple of resources that I encourage you to go and check out if you're still kind of feeling lost in the Old Testament, but definitely want to double down on it. One is a book called How to Read the Bible Book by Book, and that gives you just a really high-level overview of every book of the Bible, the major themes, things to be looking out for, and uh, just helps you get a better sense of how each book fits into the broader narrative. And the other resource is absolutely free. It's the Bible Project. Um, they've created videos in every single book of the Bible, it's even the Old Testament, yep, even all of those books of the Bible. They have a video on each one, and so you can just go to their YouTube channel, And check that out, which is pretty awesome. So uh, I'll leave links for both of those in the show notes. In episode number 122, we talked about what denying yourself actually looks like. Denying yourself is a foundational teaching in Christianity. You can't be a Christian without denying yourself. Yes, Jesus accepts you as you are, but then he also requires that you leave your life of sin. And so there are going to be times when what you need to do is not necessarily what you want to do. But there's a right and a wrong way to go about doing that. The wrong way is to follow rules and commands and laws that aren't specifically scriptural, but have the appearance of being spiritual, right? So uh, in the book of Colossians, Paul gives a couple examples, like do not taste, do not handle, do not touch, talking about, uh, you know, food and, and maybe making some reference to the Jews and their focus on making sure that they follow the iota of the law, um, which essentially just means uh, to the T or to the letter. You know, that, that's, not the pursu- that's not what it means to pursue God and to deny yourself. Denying yourself means, uh, you know, sacrificing the parts of your character that are not like Jesus, doing everything in the pursuit of being like Jesus. And so not just making life difficult or having no fun for the sake of having no fun to deny yourself, but to deny yourself intentionally and purposefully to achieve the ultimate goal, which is as we follow Jesus, we want to be exactly like him. In episode number 123, we talked about rest, why sometimes the best thing you can do is nothing at all. And this is something that I personally have to remind myself to do, and actively tell myself it is okay. You are allowed to rest from time to time because I'm just—if if it's up to me—I'm just going to be going, 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 and never stop, and just totally burn out. But uh, we talked about three different uh, conversations regarding rest in the Bible, and just some principles that are as good to be reminded of to remember that rest is okay. And uh, the first one was that God rested after He created the the world and uh, and humans and the universe on the seventh day, and then he called it very good uh, after he created all of that, uh, that he commanded the Israelite people to rest. And you have the Sabbath day, you have the Sabbath year, which happens every seven years, and then you got an additional Sabbath year every 49 years. And the whole reason behind that was, one, they were to emulate God's example in resting on the seventh day, but also to remember... That God had brought them out of Egypt, and now they were free because they were not in captivity, they could observe the Sabbath. and so uh, so just really looking at that as a great example of it is totally fine with God for you to take a break. And then the third thing was that uh, leaders of God's people have to know when to rest and it's really cool this this passage we talked about in numbers where towards the end of Moses' ministry, he's getting ready to pass the baton on to a new and upcoming leader. And he says that this new leader has to be able to come out, to go out and to come in, to lead God's people out, and to lead, to bring them back in, to act as a shepherd for the sheep. And in Jesus' ministry, whenever he sends out the apostles, the disciples to go and spread the news about the kingdom of God, whenever they come back, he always takes some time to rest with them, even though he only had a short period of time for his ministry here on the earth. And so resting is important. It is vital. It's a part of you know us being able to recharge, make sure we're going in the right direction, that we have the right perspective and the right mindset. And so it is totally okay to rest and it's actually good to do, turns out. <laughs> so that one was more for me and other people that are very similar to me in their temperament. So hopefully you found some value in that. And then yesterday, I got to answer a really fun question from Rachel. She asked about Jericho. If you don't know, in the story of the the Israelites coming into the Promised Land, the uh, city of Jericho was one of the first ones on their list. And so after they very famously walked around the city and the walls collapsed and they destroyed everything that was in the city, um, Joshua made an oath against it saying that whoever rebuilds the city will do so at the cost of their firstborn son and their youngest son. And we actually saw that come true, and we saw that in First Kings 16. We see this little this little nugget, this little uh, aside, if you will, where it talks about this guy named Hiel and how he lost his firstborn and his youngest children as he rebuilt Draco. So just really cool how, you know, the Bible starts to connect all of these dots and These things that seem really far out actually come back and you see everything uh, continue to progress and and come true. Just as when God says he's going to do something, he's going to do it, which is really awesome. But that is it for this week. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like these. Leave a review in Apple Podcasts for your chance to get a shout out as the super fan of the week. And make sure to head over to the podcast Facebook group to connect with me and help decide future episode topics. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.